Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this special topic edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. That's right, we've been giving you the news, but today we're going to try a little something new because uh, there's not much news these days. Uh, but we're going to do a little special topic on the Fast Passes at Disney World. Yeah, it's one of the most important things that you need to know about before you travel to Disney World, so we thought we'd cover it. So let's start out, Tony. What is a Disney World Fast Pass? Well, a Fast Pass is an electronic reservation system or online reservation system for booking rides and attractions at Disney World so that you can skip the lines, uh, although you are going to wait in a smaller Fast Pass line. Um, and it's used at the four theme parks the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. It is not used at uh, Disney's two water parks, Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach or any of their mini golf locations or their golf courses. Okay. Um, and so when you get a Disney Fast Pass, here's how it works. Um, these are not paper tickets. You're going to schedule your Fast Pass Plus reservation online. You can do it through My Disney Experience on their app or through the physical kiosks that they have in the park. And then those reservations are going to be linked to your park ticket or magic band. And you can book those fast passes uh, before you even get to the resort. That's right. And uh, when can your fast passes be reserved? All right. So if you're, this is a major perk for staying on site because if you're on site, you can make your fast passes 60 days before your arrival. And you can do that as early as 7 a.m. on that 60-day mark. And you can make those for the length of your stay. So if you're there for, um, if, if you're going to be staying for a seven-day time period, you can make all seven days worth of Fast Passes on that first day that your Fast Pass reservations open up. If you are off-site, you're going to be able to make your Fast Passes 30 days prior to the day that you're going to be in the park. So that's not for the entire stay or for the entire length of your tickets. It's for one day at a time. So you have to get on and make that that set of uh, Fast Pass reservations each day. Um, and that is also available at 7 a.m. Okay. And, and one thing we didn't mention is that whether you're an off-site guest or an on-site guest, your Fast Pass is included as a free component of your park uh, admission with your ticket. Okay. All right. Um, there are three ways you can get and modify your Fast Pass reservations. You can go to the My Disney Experience webpage, which is uh, mydisneyexperience.com. You can go on your phone and use the – some people call it the My Disney Experience app. I believe when you get it from the App Store, it's called the Walt Disney, uh, Walt Disney World Parks app. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so you can do it there. Or as Cheryl mentioned before, you can go into the park. They have physical kiosks set up. So if you don't have a smart device or you're having an issue uh, with your phone, uh, you can go and uh, talk to the cast members that are manning the kiosks. That really doesn't help you with 30 days or 60 days ahead of time, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But if, if you're in the parks and you want to modify something or you want to grab another fast pass, yep. that's when the kiosks come into play as more day of. Absolutely. Um, so you are able to get three fast passes per day. Um, these fast passes have to be for the same park. So you can't split your fast passes across parks. Um and some of the parks, I think just the Magic Kingdom, um, you just choose any three that you'd like. But the other three parks, uh, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios, have tiered choices. Um, so when you make your reservations, you get to choose one tier one ride, and then the other two are going to be um, the lower tier rides. 
That's right. Now, when your party is making reservations, does everybody have to go on the same ride? They do not. No, and that's a good thing to know uh, because sometimes you may have a family where, you know, dad and the oldest daughter like the roller coasters and mom and the little guy, maybe he doesn't meet the height requirement. Um, maybe he just doesn't like roller coasters yet. Maybe mom and the little guy want to go to, you know, Winnie the Pooh while dad and big sister are on Space Mountain. You can do that. The, the whole party does not have to go on the same attraction. Right. So these days, Disney World has been, well, not right the second, but um, up until a, a couple of weeks ago, Disney has been extremely busy. Their, their attendance has just gone up and up and up. So fast passes are even more important than they have ever been. And getting these fast passes as soon as your window opens up is rather critical to being able to make the most of your day in one of the parks. Now, from your experience, some people may say that, um, you know, they don't want to reserve a ride 60 days in advance. I know that I was a little hesitant when this uh, 60-day window opened up, probably, was it five years ago now, four or five years ago? Right. Uh, what are your feelings on it? How, you know, what do you think about having to plan your day out this far in advance. So I have two parts to my thoughts. Um, I don't like it. I'm if, if you would give me the choice to either have it as it is now or go back to seven years ago the way it was then, I would much prefer to go back to seven years ago. However, being what it is now, if you try to wing it, it's terrible. So, you know, it is what it is. And if you haven't taken the time to go on and make these um, fast pass reservations, you're not going to get on very many rides. This is your little guarantee of a few rides. Um, we'll talk about in a minute a couple of strategies to make the most out of them. But if you don't do this, and you know, we even had a day where um, we sort of last minute decided to go to the Magic Kingdom. Um, that was right after our cruise. Uh, we went for Lily's birthday, and we didn't. We made the decision maybe just before the 30 day mark had opened up. So most of the people who were staying on site had already um, made their reservations and we weren't staying on site. So right. actually it was probably even after 30 days. So there wasn't a ton available um, and we weren't able to make the most of it. And you could feel it in our day that we really, we spent a lot of time either standing in lines or sort of mulling about thinking, I don't want to wait in line for that long for this ride or for that ride when we know that it shouldn't be that type of a wait. Right. Um, so it really can make or break your vacation. So let's start with the Magic Kingdom as far as uh, which strategies here. So what what's the strategy? Which things, which three rides should you fast pass? Let's start with if you're 60 days out and you get there, you get online at 7 a.m. and everything's available to you. What Which way would you go? Well, let me, let me start off my statement by saying that... Um, I would not do a fast pass. Like we like to get there as a family at rope drop. Right. And we're there yeah. when the park opens. So if the park opens at nine, I will shoot for my first fast pass somewhere around the 1030 range. Mm -hmm. Because during that first hour and a half, you, you've got families who just don't, you know, have that early of a start to their day. Families with toddlers, families with little kids, families who just kind of mosey into the parks when they like. So that first hour, hour and a half, I usually find that the parks are pretty I don't want to say empty because Disney's never empty. Yeah, not anymore. But you can get on a good two or three rides usually in that first hour without needing a fast pass. Right. Agreed. And uh, the way that fast passes work is once you pick your first fast pass, let's say we have a, a, a window that opens at 930, 
that fast pass window is going to be one hour long. So you have one hour from the start of your window to the end of your window to actually use your fast pass. So if you pick a fast pass at 9.30, you have until 10.30 for that window. And then your next fast pass, you'll be able to pick as of 10.30. Now, of course, nothing ever falls into line that easily. Right. And you have to try to play with your schedule. And, you know, do you also have dining reservations that you need to take into account? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you made those at 180 days <laughs> right. in advance. Uh, so there, there's a couple of, of ways to look at things. Now, you know, Cheryl's additional question is, what three rides do I fast pass in the Magic Kingdom? So, like I said, my first fast pass is usually going to be at 1030. And when I go into the parks, I like to go to the left. So when we're in Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom, I'm usually heading into Adventureland, maybe uh, uh, Frontierland uh, during that time. Um, so my first fast pass, I'm going to go with Big Thunder Mountain. Okay. Do you want me to go through all three yeah, of give my me fast your three. passes? Give me your three. All right. So that would be, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Um, I would probably pick another one. Um, Seven Dwarves Mine Train. You know, we're not in that part of the park yet. I would probably pull that for my third attraction. Um, my second attraction, it's going to be something like uh, Splash Mountain or Haunted Mansion or maybe Pirates of the Caribbean. It, you know, I try not to fast pass Peter Pan, uh, but Peter Pan is actually the most a utilized fast pass attraction in the Magic Kingdom. Yes. And that ride, even though it's 50 some odd years old, a copy of the ride from Disneyland, that always seems to have at least a 25 to 45 minute wait. Yep. And, you know, that's right from the opening of the park. So, you know, that's something we try to do at Rope Drop. I think we usually, uh, you know, we'll walk in and you want to hit a lot of that Fantasyland stuff because those are the classic Disney rides. And I think if you're, a first timer in the parks, that's where you're going to head. And, and especially if you've got toddlers, that fantasy land area is, is where your crowds tend to be mm-hmm. um, earlier yes. in the day. So, um, you know, even though I like to go in through fr- frontier land and adventure land, you know, you want to try to do a couple of those, those fantasy land rides first. Um, small world's always going to be busy. Like I said, Peter Pan's going to be busy. Um, but I just, I don't find anything other than the three rides I mentioned to really be fast passable. Oh, well, um, okay. I, I, I don't, I don't fast pass Space Mountain be, because I generally don't like Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and there's not really that many thrill rides, you know, we already mentioned Seven Dwarves, we did Big Thunder, and maybe Splash Mountain. Or if you can get Splash Mountain early enough, uh, you know, you, you go through the queue. Our problem is that when we go in January, Splash Mountain is usually down for refurbishment. Yeah. So that's the other thing you need to look at when you're making your fast passes is, you know, what rides are being refurbished and and how is that going to impact your desires? Right. So uh, I've talked about what rides I would want. What would you do in the Magic Kingdom? So mine is all about I'm going to fast pass whatever is the hardest fast pass to get because I'm online at 7 a.m., you know, 60 days before my my first day. So I should have pretty much my pick of what I want. So I'm going to have my first fast pass start at maybe 9.30 or 10 o'clock, but I'm not actually going to use it until closer to the end of that time period, so 10.30 or 11 o'clock. And I'm going to choose Peter Pan. I'm going to choose Seven Dwarves Mine Train. And I'm going to choose one of the mountains um, whichever one, whichever time fits in 
best because the wait times tend to be about the same on all of them. Right. So, so those are just the three that I think are just the hardest fast passes to get. Okay. And of the three mountains, you're talking Splash, Space, and Thunder. Right. right. Yes. And then when we go in, I w- I'm trying to hit so whatever I didn't fast pass. So maybe those other two mountains, which are, whatever I didn't fast pass, those are the things that I'm going to try to hit as soon as I rope drop. Mm-hmm. So bang those out. And they're also not the most popular rides because mm-hmm. I fast passed the most popular rides. Right. So I probably can get in the, those, you know, two other mountains that I didn't fast pass. Mm-hmm. Um, some other attractions that are worth fast passing, believe it or not, the Jungle Cruise can have a very long wait. So if that's something that you want to do, you can consider fast passing that. Or if you are not on at exactly um, 60 days at 7 a.m. You know, you wait a day or two, you forget that your fast pass time is coming up. Um, everything's not going to be there. You probably can't get Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Some things are going to be gone. If you are staying off site and you're going in at the 30 day mark, there's a lot of things that are going to be gone. Um, but so when you get down to that, you're going to try to choose any of the mountains are going to have long waits. Um, like I said, the Jungle Cruise surprisingly has a long wait. Buzz Lightyear can surprisingly have a long wait. Um, the, the other things are some of the meet and greets with Mickey Mouse, Tinkerbell, um, Ariel at the Grotto. Those can have pretty long waits too. So depending upon who makes up your party and when you're able to book, you might want to try some of those. However, those tend to keep fast passes for a long time. So the nice thing about fast pass is you know, you get there in the morning, you do your couple of rides at rope drop, you do your three rides that you fast passed early, and then you can go into the app or to the kiosk and you can continue to add on additional fast passes. So any of those less popular rides for fast passing, they still have very long lines. So it's still worth it to go in and every time you use you know, the last fast pass, you make a new one. So you have to use your first three first which is why it's tricky if your times don't work out and you're the only time you can get Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is at 6.30 at night. Right. You can never add more more fast passes, not until that 6.30 at night ride is over. So you kind of lose out on that option a little bit. Yeah, the only thing you're going to get at like 6.30, 7 o'clock when you get off of that is like the Tiki Room. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to be a, an, an e-ticket attraction. Um but, but uh, you know, Cheryl is is right. And, and the way that works with the Fast Passes is once you use your third Fast Pass, you can go day of and grab a fourth Fast Pass. Once that fourth Fast Pass has been completed, you can grab a fifth Fast Pass and then a sixth Fast Pass. And it's all based on availability. So if you've used all three of your Fast Passes by 1.30 in the afternoon, now you've got another 8, 9, 10, you know, depending upon what time the park closes, 8, 9, 10 hours to use these these additional Fast Passes. Now, like we said... You know, availability is going to be limited. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the really good rides. But sometimes it's a difference between waiting in line for 20 minutes or grabbing a fast pass and just being able to essentially walk, walk right, right, on. right on. Yeah. And the conundrum <laughs> is sometimes when you go on, the those those big rides, those Peter Pan, those Seven Dwarves Mine Train, the things that you're not going to want to wait, you know, the mountains, things that you're not going to want to wait in line for because the lines are so long, you know, an hour, an hour and a half. Um Sometimes the only fast passes left are toward the end of the day. And so you have to make that decision. Would you rather 
have take that fast pass and know that you get to ride that ride toward the end of the day, but basically count out getting any day of fast passes? Right. Or do you want to take something less desirable um, early in the day so that you can, you know, get your fast passes out of the way and have the opportunity for more lower level fast passes later, but then know that either you're not going to ride that popular ride that you passed up for later in the day, or you're going to wait in, you know, possibly a two, two and a half hour wait for something like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So you have to make that decision. Right. And one thing to keep in mind, you know, when you go at your 60 day mark to make your fast passes and you click on Magic Kingdom Day and you go to pick Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and it's seven o'clock on the nose, and all of a sudden you see that the only availability is at eight o'clock at night, and you think, well, how can that happen? Well, like we said earlier, when you stay on site, your fast pass window opens on your first day of, of that 60 day mark from your arrival. So there may be people who are selecting on that day who started making their fast pass selections a week and a half earlier. So it's not just the day of, but you're dealing with everybody who's also picking from that day. And rolling forward each day. Right. So, um, you know, that's going to decrease. Those popular attractions are going to be chosen first. I will say, though, that it seems that Disney does hold a certain number of uh, fast passes to open up on that individual day. So that, you know, every, if, if everybody has seven-day tickets, that it's not they're not those first couple of days are not completely booked up all the time. So they do release new ones every day, but it's a smaller number than is released on that very first, um, that very first day. And a lot of time you just need to catch it right. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you always uh, check back. You can always tinker with what you have because different things do open up. Yep. And then the next park that we would go to, we'll go in the chronological order in which they opened would actually be Epcot. Uh, Epcot's a, a tough park because right now it's in a transition. Yeah. Um, a lot of construction going on. Uh, not really a lot of ride closures, although Spaceship Earth is going to be down soon. It's a uh, park that just doesn't even have a lot of rides, though. Right. It, I mean, it, it never, never had a, a lot of rides. Right. Um, your Tier 1 Fast Passes there are Frozen Ever After, Soarin' Around the World, Test Track, and Epcot Forever, which is their new evening performance uh, extravaganza, fireworks, lasers. Whatnot. So that gives you what, like special Pri- uh, seating? special seating, pr- or, uh, or standing seating. standing room, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then your tier two fast passes are the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival, Journey into Imagination with Figment, Living with the Land, Mission Space, uh, Spaceship Earth, which is going to be closed as of May twenty sixth, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, and Turtle Talk with Crush. So, what would your three fast passes be there? So we always go back and forth between would we rather have the fast pass for Soren or would we rather have the fast pass for Test Track? Uh, we also like Frozen, but we have seen it a couple of times when it first came out. I think that was our choice for um, our top tier one. Right. Um, but I really usually look at those and try to think, well, which one has the shorter line? Um, if you're willing to do the single rider line for Test Track, then fast pass Soren. Right. Um, so I, we usually have to ask the family, I, which one do you absolutely have to do? Right. And a lot of that really is, like we said, we're not going to do fast passes right off the bat. So if we pick a 9.30 or 10 o'clock fast pass for Test Track, then the minute we walk in the park, we're going right into the Soren line. Right. So, uh, you know, only the front of the park is open at the beginning. The, the countries are not, the World Showcase is not open yet. So uh, it gets very crowded at the front side of the park. Um, you know, Frozen is open though, even yes, though the countries Norway, are not open. Norway and Mexico are open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like Cheryl said, you know, we're going to flip flap, flip flop back and forth between Soren and Test Track usually. 
Um, and then tier two selections there. I think the only one worth, I mean, the only one that ever has any kind of a line is living with the land. I right. think it's worth getting, depending upon how you hit that, it can have a line. It used to never have a line, no. but like I said, attendance is crazy these days and that has a line now, which yep. is odd. So living with the land is probably your best um, tier two fast pass to get. And I think we would usually get like Spaceship Earth as the other one. Just Even though you don't like, need it, need by the end it, of the day, it's just, a walk-on attraction. We like to ride it, so right. um, we usually get that one. Um, but it, yeah, the tier twos, other than maybe trying to get it for living with the land, it doesn't even really matter what you get for the other ones. All right. Um, you want to go over to Hollywood Studios now? Sure, yeah. Sure. Uh, well, tell me about my choices. All right, so your tier one fast pass rides there are Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which just opened, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, and Slinky Dog Dash. Mm, okay. Uh, so we just had this come up, um, and I wasn't able to get Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, so I went with um, Min- uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which I might have done anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't. The Millennium Falcon, I don't think, has an unbelievably long line, although from what I saw when um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opened, the line wasn't extraordinarily long right so either way either one of those um slinky dog i don't i've if you've never ridden it before maybe you choose that one but we've ridden it a couple of times and i'm not taking that as my tier one right yeah i'm the star wars geek so i'm gonna choose uh smuggler's run okay and what are our tier two choices and then for tier two choices you have uh, toy story mania rock and roller coaster tower of terror alien swirling saucers beauty and the beast disney junior dance party Frozen Sing-Along Celebration, Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, Muppet Vision 3D, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Fantasmic, and Star Tours. The adventure continues. So on these, I mean, it really depends what the makeup of your party is, but um, no matter what the makeup of your party is, I feel like Toy Story Mania should be a choice mm-hmm. um, because it's good, it's good for the whole family and the line can be really, really long. Um, Rock and Roller Coaster or Tower of Terror is probably your uh, a good second choice. For that one, if you have uh, people in your party that are going to actually want to ride that, um, I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't waste them on uh, the Frozen Sing Along, Indiana Jones, Muppet Vision. Definitely not. Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Um, yeah, and and all you're getting for these shows when you go in with the uh, fast passes is just a a better seating. So if you are going into Fantasmic. You're seated in the center of the amphitheater. Yeah, and I don't know. Is it? Be- I don't know if it's. I don't know. Are you in the center? I mm-hmm. don't even know that it's better, but it's reserved, so right. you don't have to. If you want to see Fantastic and it's a busy night, you have to be in line quite early for it. Whereas if you um, use the fast pass for that, you can sort of show up 15, 20 minutes before it starts, and you should still have a spot with a decent view. Yes, so yeah. that's actually not a terrible choice either. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, see, for me, the nerd, I'm once again going to choose Star Tours just because I'm a Star Wars geek. Yeah, but do you ever have to wait in line for Star Tours? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I don't ride that, so I don't know. And I would also go with Toy Story Mania. Okay. All right. And then our last park, uh, the only Tier 1 rides in Animal Kingdom are Avatar Flight of Passage and the Navi River Journey. Uh, Those are the two rides in Pandora. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got to go with Flight of Passage. Oh, absolutely. It's probably the best ride uh, in the park. Uh, at this point. It's probably, yeah, it's probably the best ride in any of the parks. Right. Um, yeah, and I agree with that. If you can't get it, then fine. I guess you take the, the Navi, Navi River, River journey. journey, but you definitely want to try for Avatar. Yeah. 
and then the tier two rides in Animal Kingdom are Dinosaur, Expedition Everest, Finding Nemo the Musical, Up, A Great Bird Adventure, It's Tough to Be a Bug, Cali River Rapids, Kilimanjaro Safaris, Meet Favorite Disney Pals, uh, Primeval Whirl, which is seasonal, Rivers of Light, Festival of the Lion King, and The Animation Experience. Mm, so those, I think the only ones that you that have much of a weight are definitely Expedition Everest, if you want to ride that. You definitely get a fast pass for that. Um, Cali, Cali River Rapids can have a pretty good line, and Kilimanjaro Safaris can have quite a line. Um, you want to try to do a safari earlier in the day, that's when the animals are going to be the most active. So those, um, I know I can't choose three, but I would say any, depending upon the makeup of your, your group, um, any of those three. Right. And you know me, I'm a big fan of Festival of the Lion King, which is probably my favorite show on property. But do you need to, fa- we've ne- we never, we've never fast passed it. And we always get in. So I think it's a waste of a fast pass. If, I mean, unless there's nothing else in that that you would want to do. You don't need a fast pass, right? Uh, I, I like the fast pass dinosaur, even though once again, that's one of those rides that really doesn't have that long of a wait. Um, You'll notice I, I'm usually the one who's making these fast passes because right. he'd have us in all these things that don't have a line anyway. And Kilimanjaro Safaris yeah, is, safari. is my other fast pass because usually I'm going to run right when the park opens to Kilimanjaro Safaris, and then I'm going to get another fast pass for like ten o'clock. So mm-hmm. uh, if, if the line's too long, the first part of the day then I can go back and take it at 10 o'clock and it's still early enough that the animals are out. Right. So that's our take on Fast Passes. We hope you found it informative. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us on our Facebook page, which is Disney Drive Time. Uh, That's our group on Facebook. And until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 